This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls have plenty. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The Guardian Leviosa. Now on. You do as I tell you. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my awesome, hilarious, and making fun of me for clapping co-host. Hello. Well... I'm not making fun of you for clapping. I'm making fun of you for hurting yourself while clapping with your own two fucking hands. That's what I'm making fun of you for. Look, <laughs> not all of us can be pro clappers. And um, I don't know. You just stay tuned for a future episode where we actually talk about clapping because that's not what we're talking be- about today. Exactly. But we have to talk about clapping because one of our viewers in Twitch, in Twitch, in Twitch chat um, requested it and we shall cover the episodes that are requested eventually, maybe like a year later, maybe two years later, but we shall cover them. We have a very long <laughs> list of topics that have been requested over time. And, um, some of them and are still quite we're old. Sitting there, and still we're sitting there every week and I'm like, what the fuck are we going to talk about this week? <laughs> yeah, well, and then there is the list of requested topics. It's true. We should have a talk about the topic. Anyways, yeah. that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> it, it is not. It is indeed not. No. I mean, otherwise, we we can just... Usually, I ask you how you're doing, but we, we kind we of can skip that already. That. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. I have adopted <laughs> a new motto. Please share with the group. Just fucking do it. Big mood. Big mood. <laughs> um, Big mood. It's a 2022 motto, I tell you that. Just yes. fucking do it. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about the new model. Um, She's so excited. She even got a, like a cross stitch pattern to to remind herself about this motto every day. I did, and I'm going to do the the. I'm going to do the cross stiff cross cross stiff. I'm going to do the cross stiff. <laughs> Give up. Is it another kinky thing? Uh, maybe, maybe it's cross. Nope, not going there. Come back, come back, come back. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Um, it's going to be a challenging episode already today because we only had like bullshit situations. So here we are with a few more, but that's not what we're going to talk about today because we actually come here with a mission. Well, not with a mission, but with a topic. We are going to talk about geek out review, whatever you want to say, the umbrella Academy. Yes. Season four. Because I finally breached the last season. Exactly. Did you say season four? I did. We're not not that far into the future yet. No. We did not look into our crystal balls and see the entire season four. We're definitely talking about season four. How fucking epic would that be, though? I mean, I did once dream the entire plot of You Got Mail. And then when I watched the movie, I was like, I've seen this. And I was like, how have I seen this? I'm in the theater trying to watch this. And then I realized that I dreamt the whole What? I dreamt the movie. I mean, it's also a very millennial thing to receive emails and get confused about it. No, like, I dreamt that movie. It's like how Tom dreamt that the Lexis Bledel and her husband broke up. <laughs> and then they actually broke up. 
happen? Uh, well, good for you. Um, thank you. Season three, The Umbrella Academy. Yes. yes. Season three, The Umbrella Academy. Spoiler warning, all of it. Yeah. I mean, it's so hard to like not spoiler warn at, at this point because also it's a couple of weeks ago already and then we don't care anymore anyway. <sighs> but first I would like to say that actually the first two seasons, I feel like kind of had a rough time with them. Well, not a rough time, but I all... I fell asleep so often during watching them. So then it really makes it hard for me to finish a season and finish things. But I also don't want to go back and watch every episode again that I already fell asleep to twice. So I'm, I'm just start to, then I like some portions I read through again and then I kind of forced myself to the end. That's basically also what happened with season two, which I had to finish before I could continue season three, which we were talking Gosh. about. So um so then season three came along and i think immediately in the first episode i pissed myself almost from laughing that i was full on in this season and either it was because it's way better than the other two or just because i napped before f f during season <laughs> two that could also be anything but i think i, I felt that was really fun this time like and it's not that it's not I don't know. It just had such a humor running this time, which was not solely like focused on Klaus. On Klaus, <laughs> don't need to be all English here when he's called Klaus, actually. Um, so that's why I feel that's why it just grabbed me in way more this time. Mm -hmm. I actually also, agree. Um, like the first season, I kind of watched it just because Tom wanted to watch it, and like I, mm -hmm. I was like, "This, it's fine. I'm not like my mind's not blown about it." Um, and I was really excited to watch season three, but we hadn't watched season two. So we um, watched season two and season three back to back. And uh -huh. season two was, it was okay. Like the time travel thing is very confusing. Like that's, okay, I'm, we're going to start off here. I just want to say like my problem with the Umbrella Academy is that I think it's, too, I'm, I don't think I'm smart enough for it. Like con <laughs> concepts of time travel um, and like changing time and, and like, wormhole i don't know all of that stuff like it goes over my head i don't really understand it um and like i know that it, it doesn't go well science -y, um but like just the, the concept of time travel so i think i like, do I, I just think i'm not smart enough to really appreciate everything that's going on i do think time travel used to be simple but then Marvel came along and just blew that all right up in our faces. And now everybody, every everything is a free pass in time travel. And that's what makes it confusing. Because in Back to the Future, everything was clear, right? You don't mess right. with... The, you don't meet your former people. You don't mess with time. Because otherwise everything will fuck up and then you're going to die. Like that was linear. That made sense. But now all of a sudden nothing makes sense anymore. Because you can just... And they don't call it that, but it's basically what it what happened in the Umbrella Academy with like different time strands or whatever, because they just change the story repeatedly throughout the seasons, and that's where just the mind just can't follow along anymore. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Number five. Number five is I. How how did he spend like fifty years in the future with Dolores and then come back and is now a teenager and but he's also the old man who started the time like board and how is he all of these people at once and I don't 
I don't know. I just, um, that's my problem. That's my only problem with the Umbrella Academy is that I'm watching it. And especially season three, I enjoyed it. But like, if I'm really honest with myself, any idea what's going on? <laughs> like, ask me what the story is. And I will say, well, they're kind of fighting. Yes, exactly. All that they all they're doing is, is potentially solving the world from something they fucked up previously. That's what it feels like. Plus aliens. Yes. Somehow. It's it's interesting. Can we talk about like the general character development for a bit? Because I feel in this season everybody got like a massive I don't know, should we call it not glow up because I don't mean it like physically or something. But I just feel they all got so much deeper in a lot of ways that made me like a couple of them more and a couple of them less. I would like to talk about this. I completely agree. And I wonder if we like the same characters more and the same characters less. And because it's you and me, it probably is. I don't know. I would also think it very. it's very likely that we are the complete opposites here. Okay. <laughs> you can start. <clears throat> well, first, should we start by numbers or something? Sure, but I would need to get a list up because I don't know their numbers. No, then let's not do it. Okay. Um, Luther, in the previous episode, the previous seasons, I was unimpressed. I don't know. I don't, I w not, not very special to me in a way. He was there. That's it. Mm -hmm. um, in this season, really liked him. Started to really like him. He was really adorable and and also kind of came into his own, I feel like. And mm -hmm. he was really trying to find his own way and I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like, Luther was just a big, dumb character. Like I know. He wasn't the smartest. He was very big. And he, despite being number one, was like, his opinions weren't really valued. Um, but in this season, I feel like there was a lot of character development for him. And he really came into his role as a leader with the Umbrella Academy and with the Sparrow Academy. Is that what the other one? Were they Sparrows? The Sparrows, okay. yeah. I was like, somebody tell me, am I right? Um, with the Sparrows. Um, <laughs> and like, I think uh, his relationship with Sloane um, had a lot to do with it because he, like his family and his dad, um, the... I really need to like Hargreaves. Thank you, Hargreaves. My God, man! Look at me go remembering. I'm names. so impressed. I'm like looking at this no. Wikipedia page. Like, what's his name? Just watch <laughs> this. Anyways, um, yes, his relationship with his brothers and sisters and Hargreaves wasn't great. Like, they all treated mm -hmm. him like this big dumb ape. Um, yeah, and didn't value him at all. And so he started to internalize that. Like, I, th I think he's internalized that and he thinks that he's worthless like he's not worth mm. you know any of this and falling in with the the sparrows the way that he did whether he was being used by them or not um which yeah he was but only by some of them um mm. <laughs> you know it, it gave him it kind i think it gave him a sense of purpose and he was like well i can try to reunite like the umbrella academy and like be the leader that I was always supposed to be, but they never treated me like that. And then him, his relationship with Sloane made him feel his worth 
um, which made him believe in himself more. And like, it was just, it was his character. I I now love him. I always kind of loved him, but um, Mm. I really, really love him now. Yeah. I also think he had way more funny moments this season. I mean, there were generally more like funny moments in it this time around. Um, but I also feel especially from him. And as you said, he was only the, the, he was always portrayed like this dumb one who doesn't like, can't, isn't able to count to three or whatever. Um, and they kind of still run, ran with it, run with it as well this time, but not as, but more in a, Ha ha, kind of way in the sense of he's making fun of himself. He's kind of aware that he might not be the smartest candle on the tree, but he has other things that are valuable about him, and that's why what what makes him so valuable as a person in general, and not just this dumb bimbo who can't do shit all. Uh, or, and all he has is his strength, because he real also realized that that's not his only strength in the world is not just his physical strength but that he's kind and that he's caring that he's loving that he loves his family and those are all so he could so the 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 not being the most intelligent one of them all suddenly became more of a haha well whatever i have all these other things and that that's what made it a bit more fun in general and not just degrading in a way i feel like which the others seem to tend more to i don't know but it's also a while ago since i've watched them all and obviously so it might all be wrong my assumption now maybe the comparison isn't right either but i just feel like this time i just connected with him more because of all these things i just mentioned i feel like he's really embraced his himboness and yeah um ran with it yeah 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 it's true mm-hmm and total yeah. aside, um, Luther is my mom's favorite. Aww, yeah, she, she loves Luther. I would like to hug a Lu- hug from Luther. I would like to have a hug from Luther if I could. If I think that that's yeah. great. Like, he looks like one who gives great hugs. I think he would give a very good. <laughs> Your face says other things, but that's aside. Yes, hugs. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah then i don't know who next number two you pick let's talk about number two because i have a list two. up so it's good i have Perfect. a list i can tell you diego Perfect. diego is two diego, See, I, don't even... I didn't know that but i have a that list he was two yeah <laughs> his number two it's because i don't remember much aside from five obviously <laughs> don't right because five, five only ever gets called five i know uh i can tell you uh, five's actual name is five. Oh, <laughs> well, okay then, I guess. <laughs> I was like, I will tell you. Number five. Number five's name is five. Five. Five Hargreaves. <laughs> Whatever then. Thank you for so nothing. That's why Vicky. we don't know his name. Because his actual name is five. Well, good name to is, know. Name is five. Yeah, Perfect. it's great to know. Anyways, we're talking about two though. Diego. Which Diego, is Diego? Knife boy. Yes. Knife boy. Um. And uh, I'm going to just start right off here and say that Diego is my favorite of all of them. Okay. And he he has been since season one. Um, I don't know if it's like the bad boy thing or the bad boy with a soft center or the fact that he can play with knives. And apparently I quite like that. Um, I don't know. uh, Big fan of Diego and the knives and Diego. I was not a big fan of Diego in the previous seasons. He was too breaking the rules, see, for me. Too like, Ooh, yeah, you yeah, no, too 
I can do whatever the fuck I want without any repercussions, without thinking about anybody else, blah, blah. Kind of wasn't mm -hmm. very much into that. Definitely grew on me in, the la in this season, but mainly because of the relationship with Lila. Because I mm -hmm. think the two of them are incredible together. And I, I really agree. liked what happened there and what happened with him. And that's why I'm, that's why he grew on me. So you like the taming of the bad boy. Um, yes. yes. Sorry. Less than the bad boy. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yes. Um, because the Diego was one of those bad boys with the soft center. Like he always was like, he did have a soft spot, you know, for his, his robot mom, like his AI mom. And like, um, and then in season two, like his relationship with Lila when it started and then he, she left him and, and he was like heartbroken about that. Like, so there was moments throughout that showed like Diego's got this hard exterior, but actually he's just a big softy inside and I want to give him hugs. Um, but with season I mean, three, like, and Lila just showing up and being like, this is your son. And he's like, <laughs> what the fuck? I have a son? Um, and then him going from being this, like, I don't know, whatever, do, the, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, parenting's easy. You just let them do what they want. To, like, being really overprotective of him and, like, heartbroken when, you know, he dies and all this stuff. And then he's not even his son to begin with. But, like, he's formed this <laughs> emotional attachment. Like, I, I think that Lila was really cruel to him by testing him to see, like, what kind of father he would be. Like, I, I was like, Lila, what the fuck, man? Like, do that. That's awful. Um... But his emotional growth in, in that was really nice. To mm. I do think the two of them just really fit so well together that this didn't even like really surprise me. No. So I was like, I was, yeah, okay. I, okay. And also that he can handle it, right? Because other people wouldn't be able to get over portrayal like this. But well, that somebody's telling you that they are have they have a child with them and then they don't and stuff so 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 other people would not get over that as well as he did but it's because the two of them really speak the same language and they are just the same kind of weird that that just matches really well so yes and um tom said in chat i thought i liked boys and i actually never did i never really i was always the bad one boys. in tv series bad boys what did i say boys. bad boys you said yes. i thought i liked boys and i was like not bad, bad boys, boys. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was always always Important the word one there. who was aiming who, who for who was more drawn to the ones that are good because I was always annoyed that the good ones never get anyone and the bad ones always got people and I never understood it and that's why I never never liked Johnny Depp as everybody else did when I was younger because everybody was like, "Ooh, Johnny Depp is such a bad one." I'm like, no interest in that man whatsoever. I mean, turns You're out like to be right nice, anyway. Nice guys finish last. Kind of. I was never into joined up either. Um, mm. Just total aside because you brought it up. I probably told the story before, but my first year of university, we all like pooled together in um, like our dorm um, to buy some posters for our common room, and they bought like this floor to ceiling poster of Johnny Depp playing the piano with like a cigarette hanging out his mouth, and I was like, "Really? Like, there's much harder men. Like, why are you picking this?" gross picture of johnny depp looking dirty and grungy like this is what you want to spend yeah. your money on and yeah I, I never got it anyways yeah um circling back diego lila circling back to diego <clears throat> and lila um 
as a the 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 official geek herring bisexual, um, I can one hundred percent confirm that Diego and Lila um, maybe turned me a little bit more bisexual. Um, I thought that I can see that, that I was. I, I thought I was as far by as I could possibly go, but then it happened um, more, and it happened more. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can totally see that. She's really, um, really, really hot. Really hot. He's really hot. And it also really um, likes the, the hair when they're like fighting that. together. Because, okay, like, yeah. I have discovered about myself that I am super into badass women fighting. Um, With knives? Especially when there are knives involved. Um, I think you and Gemma need to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just um, there was some self-discovery during season as well. Good for you. Good for you. Love that. <laughs> Hi, hello, Gemma says. Hi, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, cool. Diego, yeah, three thumbs up. Yeah. True, two, like, yeah, some uh, some thumbs up. Three. Not my favorite, but yeah, three. Okay, three of two. Uh, well, well one, done. One is my penis. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> okay, um, number three. Number Who's three. Who? Allison Hargreaves. The rumor. <sighs> That fucking bitch. Well, what? What? Did you you say that fucking bitch? Because I agree. I <laughs> never loved Allison. I've oh, all, I loved her previously. I didn't, I've always thought that she is just like this. She's out for herself and only herself. And like she kind of started to grow on me a little bit in season two. And then, nope. She lost it all for me. Well, I don't know if I always loved her. But what I, I did love her. Like after season two, because I don't remember much from season one, but like I loved her after like season two, in season two, I really liked her storyline there with a history of, of, of all the, um, all the things with the black movement and stuff like that. So I loved all of that about her and I loved her and in season two, Vanya's um, storyline and then Victor's storyline so those two I, at the beginning of it all and then this all turned into something where I was just fucking annoyed and I was just so pissed that uh, and I know and the thing about it was that I also understood that where a lot of her turning was coming from because obviously it was a lot of the trauma of losing like her husband and her child and now nobody's around but the way this turned her into this egoistical bitch of doing just what is right for her and and then without any like there wasn't even any kind of I don't know bad feeling about this and maybe there's not a great idea to just kill Harlan or something and and yes maybe it wasn't great that some people hadn't had a conversation about this before but fuck me this can all be solved differently and I know I know and if you look at her and if you take a step back and you look at the situation you know this is all some kind of trauma response and everything but at the same time I'm like Ugh. does it need to be like this i 
I agree. I agree with everything that you have just said. Like, I think that she has taken her and I know that we all handle pain differently. And like she was going through like the loss of her child and then the loss of a husband. But like it was the husband from the past. It wasn't even the husband that she had the daughter with. Right. Like it was. What about him? they weren't together anymore? Right. That ex- been a while since so that explains I think that they part. weren't together. Okay. for. Right? I think she just I actually do think that wasn't the child with the husband and she didn't even have like proper rights to visit or whatever because he she was kind of dangerous or something because she got into his house when she went to visit her her and he was there so she wasn't actually living with her anyway like you could never see her in the previous seasons the daughter really with them spending like massive time together you never had the feeling that she was also living with her so i always had the feeling she was living with a husband anyway or with the ex or whatever okay but yes as you say the one from the past where you're also thinking yeah that sucks but you also left you're like you left and then it's like 50 years later so obviously he's like 80 or something so it's like rationally it's like still a loss Mm -hmm. but also you know what you you do you know, I don't know. I don't want to relative yeah. like I don't want to dampen the 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 grief of some. But it was just it. It doesn't always need to be evil. Need to turn into evil. That's mm-hmm. what annoys me about this. Because why do you need to go evil here? Right, and I think that she, like she especially took her pain out on Luther in ways that were like super super awful because like obviously Mm -hmm. luther always had a crush on her um and like there was always a little something like who are they are they not like will they won't they and like then she left and got married and had a baby and then found ray in the past and luther was always just like kind of pining after allison in a way and then as soon as basically his love like he finds his own independent love interest sloan um allison's like actually i'm going to use my rumor ability and compel you to like make out with me have sex with me like go down this kind of assault and so she is really assaulting luther because he is saying like i don't want to do this like i don't want to do this and and making him do this against his will Mm. and that's you know i understand like lady you're in pain but this is somebody that you're supposed to care about and like the thing is all of them were in pain everybody has lost someone through all of that like victor lost sissy and was it was her name sissy she had a really weird name um and 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 klaus i mean who the fuck is klaus like klaus is always losing it (laughs) yeah but also klaus lost lost ben at the end of season true yeah it's true so like they they are all losing people they all did lose people yeah yeah um, people and themselves I, yeah, with I a lot of other things and things they know so it yeah i just i just found like it yeah, wasn't it wasn't it. great like i i i really really didn't like allison's the thing descent into that, the thing that annoys me about this most is i don't think it's because the thing that annoys me about this the most is not that she went there the thing that annoys me about this most is that i believed her so much that the love she has for Victor is really strong and the massive that will pull that like this 
I, I felt for a long time, for a couple, for, well, for quite some time that they had a really strong bond, like the biggest bond between the siblings in general. So for me then, when she was all going like... Havoc on, I don't know what you say. When she all went went there and then killed somebody that Victor really truly cared about because she felt lied to, mm-hmm. and that's where where I felt almost personally betrayed a bit because I I believed her and then she did this and that's that's why it annoys me because she got me there. Yeah, I agree. Like when it came out that she did kill. Um, Harland, I was like, no, she wouldn't actually do that. Like, maybe she was threatened, but she wouldn't actually do it. And then I was like, she actually did it. Like, yeah, she actually the same thing killed. with Luther, right? As you said, because they also have like, and I did think that they, it was some mu- something mutual that just never went any further because there were siblings in a way, right? Or more siblings than not siblings. So, but there was still this shared love between them and then she did what she did to him and then I was then then that's all just doesn't make didn't make sense in my head because I thought at least these relationships were true for her and like really important for her but nothing was more important than herself in the moment and obviously her kid because she wanted her kid back so I get that but at the same time there are more relations like I don't know Mm-hmm. I just felt I was really, really annoyed with her. Yeah, the and end. then her betrayal to everyone by working yes. with Har- like evil, eviler Hargreaves, alien Hargreaves. Yeah. Um, like, and because of her actions, um, Klaus and Luther were killed um, before going yep. to like the alternate dimension, and like that was just the ultimate betrayal. So she, yeah, like it was just these quote-unquote little betrayals that were not all that little um leading up to this huge one at the end and it's just you know was it worth it because i don't know that it was worth it at any point i mean for her in the end it was obviously worth it because she got back what she always wanted but anyways i think we can both agree that we don't like no um, i don't don't like her i'm curious if there's a next season which i'm not entirely 100 sure about um then (laughs) um then where this is gonna go yeah me too like how does how does she come back from the with the family mm. yeah Number i mean four. they do have a weird oh. relationship in general so i feel That's like <sighs> okay sorry That's four okay. four klaus fucking love the guy i love klaus he's my favorite yeah he is definitely my second favorite i love him um He's, he's also love love the way it went this season to be honest mm-hmm. again in the previous seasons he was always like super chaotic and very over the top and you can laugh about him but then you're also like okay we've reached a point where this is enough now kind of thing mm-hmm. but in this season he kept this chaos but like added added an additional hat to it where it's with depth right and that just made him the perfect package in the season which i just want to i don't know take home with me and like hang out with because fuck me he's hilarious Mm -hmm. and i just really 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 like the guy yeah no i i do too like i think that he's fantastic and i think that he like with the loss of ben who he's had like as this ghost and he's the only one that can talk to this ghost and see this ghost of his dead brother um at the end of season two, like being gone, like that's the first time in how many years since 
Klaus has actually been alone, what, like with his thoughts and 12, like not 17 something, something like that. Something yeah, like, like that. um, like that. That's that's got to be a moment of because mm. Klaus is the one he's always turned to drugs and, and alcohol to try to not see all of the the death and the ghosts and the darkness that he's, um that he does see. And so, like, this is the first moment and he's been trying to get clean. And then he heals a relationship with his father, um, even though it's a different Hargreaves. Like, he still does heal that relationship um, throughout the story. Maybe it's less healed at the end. But um, but he works through a lot of issues. And, like, his father also helps him uh, discover this power that he's had all along of immortality. Like, and it comes out that actually Klaus has died numerous times and has come back to life but he doesn't actually he never remembers this um so like i think him realizing like oh actually um and like that that whole i don't know progression of his thoughts from being this like very hurt and avoidant person to stepping into his power as both like healing his relationships and discovering new abilities through those that healing it, it was it was a lot uh it was it was great to see it's, it's basically his, his mm. story arc just felt very very healing mm. which he did the opposite of what allison did yeah i don't know if i 100 percent agree with the healing of the relationship between his father because to me this healing bit of it was more healing the damage that his previous father dealt to him by the way he treated him um, and taking the experience he had with the new Hargreaves and healing himself with through it. Mm-hmm. I feel it was more always about healing himself. I think that's what I really meant more so than the relationship. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I yes, he feel, he's trying. He's With him, you feel... With him, I feel like there is less of a... You see the the grief with a lot of the others, right? You see the grief with Allison. Is that her name? With with Allison, and he has so many losses. Also, like he lost Ben and stuff. But you don't see, but because of the way he's like behaving, you don't see his grieving process really. Because there was never this massive moment of of deep desperation with him after Ben was gone because he was just like taking life as it comes all every time. And yeah, it sucks that he's gone and you know that he misses him, but there was never this moment of, I lost something massive in my life, Mm -hmm. but instead he used that somehow. And I feel healed himself with all of the experiences that he had in the new, in this time zone with the new people, with the other sparrows, with, with the hard griefs, other iteration of, of him. So it was a lot of about self healing yourself through a lot of trauma and with a lot of trauma while it is going on. And that was really interesting to see. And also because you would think in all the other seasons that Klaus is such a fucked up weirdo because that's his coping mechanism. And a lot of it is coping mechanism, but actually he's just the, she. that's just also who he is. He's just as weird and just as, as 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 bonkers basically 
also when he's when when he's healing himself if mm -hmm. you know what i mean because otherwise you would think yeah he's doing all these drugs and he's doing all this weird shit and he's getting all these tattoos and whatever just because he's suffering but yes he's suffering but that's also kind of who he is mm -hmm. And even as a as a version that that then comes into himself and heals like all these broken bits with him and recognizes his true power, he still just would just make another cult in the eighties. You know what I mean? Or in the why 60s. not? <laughs> why not? Because it's fun and he's it's hilarious. And <laughs> I think that Klaus is the kind of person he's he's showing what it's what life is like when you don't take it too serious. Like yeah, and. That role, like that person is really important because we don't often see people who, yeah, have so much shit going on. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay because there's this reason to be happy or there's this reason to be weird or like, let's just move on to the next thing. Like he, his philosophy is, I think, one that more people should, could, should um, adopt at least parts of. Because um, mm. the world would be a little bit of an easier place if we were all a little bit more Klaus and a little bit less Allison. It's very true. I agree. I think, as you said, is is he's a real testament of what how you can experience life when you don't take yourself too seriously and when when nothing you don't let anything take you down because there's always something else after. And as dark as it may seem, and as dark as it may be. There's always something next and that you can see it in his story the most, I think. I think talking about it makes me feel like it, it, yeah. it gives me hope. Like he's he's the hope of the group, the, the soul, like the, the love, the it's OK. Like, that's fine. Let's move on. Like, it's OK. Mm. Mm. It's important. Yeah, love Klaus. Two. Totally agree. Five. Five. Who is five? Five whose name is five. <laughs> I didn't like Five very much in the old, like I didn't hate him, but he was more an annoying little teenager being a bit annoying. In this one, I really started to like him actually. And I can't right put my finger on why. I think it's a lot because he has that old people behave, when I say old people, like older, beha mature behavior in a young body makes it really interesting. And if this time, and I know it was always something that he needed to do and he needed to portray because obviously he was actually way older than he looks and he's just stuck in his body and blah, blah, blah. But it didn't, nev it ne never quite landed with me previously. Mm -hmm. It was just more like the annoying little bratty teeny. Mm -hmm. But in this one, I bought it. Yeah. In this season, I really bought it and I saw, I feel either the actor got way better. Possibly. Um, or it's also the storytelling. I can't, write qu I can't quite tell. Could be both. Could be um, both. Could just be this era of the story as well, like where the Umbrella Academy yeah. is taking us. Um, yeah. Because I think five out of any of them has the most response. Like he's mm. the only one that can fix this shit. Um, and yeah. at this, in the same vein, like I think a lot of people aren't listening because... Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know because they don't listen to each other <laughs> so number one and also people usually don't listen to somebody who is way younger than them even though he's not younger than them he's actually much but he older than like them he's 15 yeah but he yeah. looks like he's not and that's why people never take teens really seriously 100% and so I think it's easy to it's easy to forget that he's actually 50 or whatever age and 
super easy to get into that mode of you're just a teenager, whatever the fuck are you saying? Definitely. Um, yeah, but his storyline is, is very interesting um, with like him being recruited into the commission originally, as so the story mm. goes, and then finding out in this season that he's actually the person who created the commission and he's being mm. kept alive in this stasis chamber. Um, yeah. I don't know. This goes into the, the whole aspect that I'm like, I can't it, wrap my head around get, this. Exactly. <laughs> What I do like about him also that he's really smart and I have a thing for smart people. <laughs> and just very... And also, I was looking at him often and I feel like they did it really well with making him look old. Like, because he's always wearing the suit and he's having these older behaviors and like older mannerisms in like how he walks and how he talks and then the, the, the bit of him being like really smart and that was just way more interesting this time around. Mm -hmm. And very well done. And yes, I agree. Yeah. It's like lots of responsibility. So it's really yeah. difficult. It is. Like, I th agree with what you're saying about the smartness because like, yes, um, it, it's great. Um, <laughs> I clearly do not share those smarts, especially when it comes to the smarts <laughs> that he has. Um, but I like that he's he does seem the most rational of all of the Umbrella Academy. Mm. And he is willing to put aside his differences, for example, with Lila, who he has like a longstanding hatred with. And like in season two with the handler, um, Lila's quote unquote mother, um, like he, he, he is always willing to set aside whatever differences he has for the benefit of the world. Like yeah. everybody else seems to have such selfish motives, whereas mm -hmm. his come from like, an altruistic place of trying to make to save the world to save everyone to make sure that this doesn't happen again by creating the commission in the first place um and like he always seems to just be trying to clean up everyone's messes and make mm. it so that it's better and doesn't happen if that makes any sense. i did i did think in the first two seasons it felt more egoistical the way he was tr like moving through the seasons and in this one it really felt way less so like you said that it was he just wanted to get back to where they were in a way and fix what's broken obviously also with a bit of self-interest because you don't want to be stuck in the 60s forever and stuff and also he doesn't really and you don't want to be, be stuck, stuck in a child's body <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly um so yes it's it and and that and I totally agree. This time around, it felt more like the only thing that matters is that we get the world back to safety and and like into a place where we can all live again properly, like and not in this time mess of everything is gonna fall apart. So yes, I agree with that for sure. If there's a character that I wouldn't want to be the most, it's Five. Five's got way too much responsibility. I I, I yeah couldn't handle the responsibility of saving all of these multiple timelines plus the world plus being a 15 year old yeah i looked up how old he is right now he's 18, he's 18. i don't feel as bad now I yeah i also did the same thing i was like <laughs> is monica perving on a child kind of no, what but... when did now <laughs> i didn't perf any at all yet because i was holding myself back because i'm figuring figuring out <laughs> that uh, apparently eight year old 
can look really interesting, but it, that's very unrelated. And I, I swear I'm not going to do anything, but it's just, it, I like, I like the guy. Don't look down. I, you make me sound like I have some weird kink or whatever. No, no. It's just because the, the, of the mature behavior. That's what that's what always gets me. That's also what got that's what got me with KidCon and Artstopper as well. Because it's the m emotional maturity that they display that really where I'm like. <sighs> Sometimes I feel like I live with a 15 year old, and that's why I'm like, oh look, there can be 15 year olds who behave older. That's <laughs> true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yes, six would be Ben. Ben. Who is which dead. I feel there's not so much to talk about because he died and then the new Ben was really weird. Yeah, the new Ben is number two, three, one. One. I don't know. One to three. Um yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't like that very much. I didn't like that very much. No, I I didn't it was weird. It was very yeah, I mean, you could just see in this, which would I'd like to friend. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel they just wanted to keep the actor in a way that they didn't have to throw him out. Mm -hmm. So that's what they did. And I don't know if they should have done it or if they should have given Ben a different story arc, which I think I would have preferred, to be fair. Maybe. I mean, Ben knew Ben was an asshole. Very and, yep. and like very rivaling uh, the Umbrella Academy because obviously this Ben doesn't know who the Umbrella Academy is. Sparrows, and but they know him as Ben. Like they know him as their Ben. Like Umbrella Academy is their Ben. So they keep trying to project like, oh well, our our Ben was better. Our Ben wasn't an asshole. Our Ben was really kind, and like that probably made Sparrow Ben even more of an asshole because he was mm. like comparisonitis yeah. you know um what i did find really rough is that they did not invite him and i get you just don't invite people you don't want to have at important occasions because why the fuck would you right mm -hmm. um <laughs> but he was the only one left the world was ending tomorrow in two or three days and didn't invite him just for a moment there i know and I mean, it's it's hard because you're like, on the one hand, oh, look, this is the consequences of my actions. And on the other hand, it's like, you invited literally everybody except for me. Like, it's all, mm -hmm. no wonder I want you all dead. I know, I know. That's where, that's where, I, yeah. Like, I'm the first person to tell everybody to don't invite people at your wedding or any, like, important occasion that is important to you that you don't want to have there because it always just dampens the mood. It helps no one and it's just annoying and you feel shit all the time. So honestly, um, that's why I'm like, I get all of that, but I'm also, I felt really bad for him because in, in moments you could see that he was, he might not even have, this is also a product of his upbringing in a way mm -hmm. because Hargreaves was also a wanker mm -hmm. in this version to a degree that they that they made him really compet made him really really competitive and and that's how he ended up like always striving striving for more and and doing all the things and when you could see him in like weaker moments he wasn't that big of a bitch mm -hmm. so also one that's been broken by nurture yeah and not nature 
Yeah. And wasn't he like at some point in the Sparrows, he was number one and he got demoted? Um, exactly. So, I mean, that's got to cause a lot of pain. And like, he's always been trying to better himself and better himself yeah. and better himself to get back to that number one position, which really, yeah, yeah he gets. But when there's like three people left, he's just like, yeah. I'm number one now. And it's like, well, congratulations. You're because king of the everybody losers. else is dead. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, um, yeah, I, I have complicated feelings about new Ben because yeah. I'm like, it would really suck to be in that position where everybody yeah. is just comparing you to another version of, but at the same time, you're kind of a dick. I know. Yeah. I'm with you on that for sure. But yeah, I could have done without that storyline, to be honest, at least with, with that version of Ben, let's say. But when there was moments where he was, uh, working with the umbrella Academy he fit in, you know, as if he was there the whole time and it was smooth and it was like, yeah, this is this is a good version of you all. Like when you're all mm. working together and not mm. infighting, actually trusting each other. Tone in chat says and the way Hargreaves capitalized on Ben's desire to be recognized 100 percent like the guy just knew exactly how to exploit all of them in a way that that was beneficial for him in the end. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah i totally i totally agree with that fucked up by nurture once again and then also one of my favorites i think victor is everybody's actually favorite. real favorite yeah yeah we have victor number seven number seven elliot and i mean i'm already super fucking biased because i love elliot page honestly yeah <laughs> always have um but this was a big and- season for victor it was, wasn't it, isn't it kind of the first TV, sh- well, the first TV show where a trans person could transition within the show and it was part of the show as well? Like, I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. It doesn't mean the, that it, it never happened, but I feel like that must be one of the firsts, if any. If, if, yeah, if the I first. think so as well. Um, like, it, it may be, there are other shows out there, but I, they're not super, like, well-known, they're not as high profile actors like this is probably yeah if, if it exists i don't know about it and i'm not saying that i know about everything because i absolutely do not but this is I, too much entertainment out there in the world to know all of it exactly um but this is like <laughs> big news like headline actors um elliot page transitioning in real life um and then taking that transition into a, a season like of the show that they're in and they did it so well they did it so so it was it was what you all like there was zero exploitation it feels of pain and suffering of queer people or trans people in the moment it was literally just vanya walking into hairdresser getting like changing everything about her and then being victor in the end Mm -hmm. and then meeting with the people and then they're like oh new haircut and he's like no and then everybody's like great good for you next yeah like i'm victor now this is who i've always been i think was a line that he said at one point and maybe not verbatim but this is who i've always been and they're just like okay and then like somebody else for you was one reaction of it it. and somebody else came in and was like oh hi vanya nice haircut And, and like a brother was like he goes by victor now and it's just like okay like and moving on um exactly you know it's no questioning, no like, oh, you know, you're whatever the fuck their transphobes are trying to say these days. Who knows? But 
Like it was just a lot of bullshit for sure. Yeah. It was just like acceptance, not making a big deal of it. I accept you for who you are. I still love you. And moving on. I've always loved you and will always love you no yeah. matter what happens to you or what what's going on with you. And see, and that's why it pissed me off that fucking Allison situation. And now I'm getting really pissed because they had such a great moment there where she was like, you're like my brother. You're, you've always been and I will always love you and whatever happens, blah, blah, blah. All of this really important in this fucking moment and in the scene and for so many people, such a describing moment. And then three hours later, she's stabbing him in the back like nobody's business. And then that's... Now I've now I've found my wound here. Here we go. Fuck that. Because it was so important, right? What she said, and also because she was the only one who was kind of like, why didn't you tell me sooner? Because they obviously had a really close close relationship, kind of then, because nobody had a close relationship with with Victor in the beginning of the season anyway. But then. Allison is like, yes, you should have told me and stuff. And Victor's just like, I didn't accept this for myself yet. So this is why I couldn't tell you. And then she was like, but I will always love you no matter what happens. Yeah, no matter what happens, my fucking ass. Yeah, like that that betrayal from Allison. Like, like honestly, I don't really think that what Victor did was all that bad. Like, I had... There wasn't even, like, Harlan didn't kill anyone intentionally. They all, Victor is the first person to know what it is like to not be in control of your of your powers because that's how the first world ended. All the other people should have definitely known that there is some way where you can, like, that's how the old world died. That's why you ended up here because Victor couldn't control his powers, right? And now you're killing this guy off who, who has issues his entire life. And then now you're killing him off because what? Somebody didn't tell him? What like it was the the only thing that happened was that Victor kept this to himself and didn't tell the entire family. But as if the entire fucking family is always so open with each other all the time because that's also bullcrap. Honestly, like it's not. And and my perception of the time maybe it was a lot longer than you know it was portrayed um, or I, I interpreted it as. But like they made it sound like Victor had been harboring this secret about Harlan for days weeks months and it was like a couple hours honestly like honestly wrapping his own head around it before he's like oh actually you know harlan is kind of the reason that our original moms died but there was all of this other stuff and also what what i think what he did what victor did is try to solve the problem that he created by getting his pieces of power back and i feel that was his way of fixing things too and then she just killed him off what it just made no sense to me that she all got so pissed all of a sudden so that she she just put him in the trunk of a car as a dead person like excuse me honestly (laughs) and that's why i think that's also why it pisses me off so much because i do think this this moment between them was really important not just for the season but for everybody who's seeing trans people on tv shows and the reaction of people to it right so i felt that was really important and they really fuck it fucked like and it just exploded it by the way she did they they ended the storyline in the end it and it's not that victor ever reacted to it in a way in the because i don't 
I would be way more pissed about all of this. I would be like, you want to see the end of the world? I'll show you the end of the world. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, maybe not like that, but kind of like... And but he really dealt with it. Like obviously he was pissed for a couple of days, but then he approached her and was like, "Can we go back to where we were?" And she's like, "No, you bitch." Yeah. And uh, and and like really and, tries to be emotionally mature about it. Like, okay, so I've hurt you, but also you've hurt me. But maybe we can, you know, agree that we have hurt each other and forgive each other and be adults and siblings and move forward. Yep. And then. Actually, because Allison was like, yeah, okay. I eventually was like, okay, yes, let's move past it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I love you. you and this is fine. And then uh, that was all a lie, too. I know. That's why I'm so annoyed with that stupid, annoying, so annoying. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Don't like it, no. honestly. But Victor, I love. Yeah. So many moments I loved with him. He was just like part of the part of the stack do, obviously, and they were just having a great time and then all the dancing and all the things and everybody's celebrating and also that moment when when he describes that he was like, I always thought people felt weird about seeing themselves in a mirror and then he looks in the mirror and then he only sees him. Like all these things I'm like, This is the best best storyline you could ever write. Um, honestly, really, 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 really loved it. Also, he's so hot. <laughs> I am allowed to say that now because he's definitely old enough. <laughs> Awkward. Um, no, I, I agree. Like, just, yeah, fantastic storyline, um, fantastic character. And, yep. you know, like, I think out of all of them, like, Victor has a lot of pain because... Hargreaves was like drugging him to not even realize his powers for so long. Mm -hmm. And now like not only did he end the world, he also gave his powers to somebody who caused a lot of damage and is just trying to like recoup all of this while dealing with the fact like all uh, it's just so much so soon. Like I know I just I don't know. I have a lot of my, my heart expands quite a lot. It's true. And also because he then, after all this pain and suffering in the past, he's just there and he knows he can end everyone if he wants to. Mm -hmm. Like, he has ended the world before. He could do it again. He could do it deliberately. And that's why he wanted to speak with the sparrows, number one, initially to sort it all out before other things happened. But, um, yeah, I just think think it's really... He just really stepped into his own fully with it all yeah it was like finding stepping into their true gender really helped them step into their truth and everywhere in their lives like yeah just yeah. really express themselves and be in their power and just be awesome like yeah really take control you could really see that i feel you could see that everything in addition also fell into place mm-hmm. um with him embracing himself yeah. and all everything about him mm-hmm. so cool yeah. 10 out of 10 that's the kind of trans representation i will watch every single day yes absolutely Mm -hmm. also what i really loved was luther in that moment when he wanted to throw him a party because he's like are you happy now yes i'm happy now that's great do you feel loved now yes i feel loved now that was just so cute it was also one of my my favorite moments it was adorable Mm -hmm. 
It is yeah, true. No, everything's no always been a 10 out of 10, says Volusia. Always. 100%. Mm-hmm. I loved, loved him um, everything that he played. So it was just so Agreed. Good. There's never been a role that I've been like, eh. Yeah. It's always been like, yes, yeah. you are fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's true. Um, mm-hmm. So we talked at the beginning that this... Um, and I realize that we've actually gone over our normal time, but I do just want to bring up this like humor element. Maybe we can end on the humor element because it was mm-hmm. great. Like like you say, this this season seemed to really up the humor level um, and made it probably more enjoyable than the previous seasons. Not that they were bad or anything, but it just no. it, it it elevated the season. Yeah. Um, and it started in the very first episode with the dance scene. I know it was so good, man. It was so good. So, I thought, just what the fuck is happening right now? But I was living with it. It was so fun. <laughs> I don't even remember the song now, but man, it was the Footloose song, um, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. So and and Diego gets spit on by one of the sparrows who has like their saliva. I still is, don't quite know what like, it does. Acid trip. It, like, do you want a magic carpet ride? <laughs> um, and, like, oh, her name was Jamie. Thank you, Taunt. Um, so Jamie from the Sparrows has acid tripping. It. But, I mean, it's um, also poison, isn't it? It's not just, it's also yeah. dangerous, no? It's oh, very confusing. Would... You kind of don't really know what the powers are. She definitely spits on you, and then you either have, like, this... this trip that you don't know that you're on or you're like burning your face off or something yeah it's fine no problem it's fine it's 50 50 <laughs> um but in the first episode like she spits on diego and he just goes into this like hallucination where they're not like fighting they're dance battling and it's <laughs> it's so the good. greatest bit of television ever I mean, I've always, I am so old, I always kind of dug a flash mob. So that was really where I'm like, this is incredible. I love this. And you also didn't realize that this was suddenly like this trip or something. It just continued to play, like the scene continued to play as normal. And they were going into like, they said, let's, let's fight it out or whatever. And then all of a sudden the music starts and they're all dancing and you what is happening? I was here? like, what wow, is this is on? such a turn. Like this is, is this the new like is this the, the three? And it's only like as it goes on for a couple of minutes, and you're like, he's hallucinating. Like I did I actually re- I didn't. You didn't? I think it was Tom no. was like, I I think he's hallucinating. And I was like, you know what? I think you're right. And then like realizing that. But it was it was great. Like the the transition between just the ordinary fight to the dance battle. Like it was totally illogical, but also in the moment, totally logical. I just thought that's this dimension. That's what they do there, right? So that's why I was just not not at all irritated because we just saw previously that the Hargreaves dad apparently was some kind of weird fucking alien shit who killed a bunch of people that I still don't know who they were in the season prior mm-hmm. and here then I was like okay then this is how we're handling this is all good you don't fucking know the sparrows they started to dance I was like okay this really? is why you're fighting and maybe they end up all being great to each other which then turned out they didn't but it was just so smooth that I only realized it when he realized it when it, they made it obvious that he's actually just tripping right now. 
It was, it was so good. And I actually want to watch it again because it was I know. so fun. I know. Um, friends of mine here um, were talking about it. We were talking about it with them and we were like, they said that they watched that scene, like they rewound it or whatever, whatever the re- <laughs> rewind l- lingo is these days, because you don't actually like wind anything anymore. <laughs> God, I'm so old. Um, <laughs> but like about 10 times they were, they watched it about 10 times. And this is amazing. And I totally understand. Yeah, now I definitely also would like to go back and watch it. I've only seen it the first uh, the one time and now I need to see it another time. Yeah, me too. When I was watching it I was definitely committing to watching it again and obviously then the rest of the episodes happened and then I forgot mm-hmm. about it. But it was so good I definitely will watch it again now. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe almost immediately after this. Yeah, I'm like, mm, yeah, definitely. Um yeah. if I if I find a YouTube clip of it, I will put it in the show notes. Perfect. Mm-hmm. For everybody's enjoyment just Otherwise, it's at the very beginning, somehow early beginnings of the, maybe the first 15 minutes of the first episode, mm-hmm. something somewhere around there. Um, any final thoughts, anything that you want to talk about that we haven't talked about when it comes to season three of the Umbrella Academy? No, I think it was really, really good, good, good TV this time. I do too. I didn't fall asleep once, so I feel that's, that's, that's a, uh, that's a pro and i'm curious if there's a new season because in theory it could end here yeah kinda. i mean it could yeah right but but i hope it's not gonna and i hope the fourth is gonna be just as good if not better but i would be happy with just as good yeah um my only final thought is that i do feel for people like some members of our community who have tripophobia which is the fear of like a pattern of holes because mm-hmm. there was a scene um, or like a moment in the very last uh, episode that had a, a face actually that had like multiples in it and it ruined the entire season oh. for her. Um, so I do feel for people because that was came out of like left field and mm. it was a, a, a very it's negative true. surprise if you weren't expecting something like that i tried to f- think of what it was but I, now that you say the face i remember it now mm-hmm. yeah so cryptophobia people i'm very sorry for you so just like close your eyes and for all of but it, it really comes kind of out of nowhere you kind of almost can't prepare no like because i yeah. i remember um our community members said in discord about it um and how like the season was so good but you know this happened and it's ruined the whole thing for me so like i was kind of watching out in, in the last episode like where yeah. is it where is it where is it and i was like oh there it is yeah that's shocking mm. um because yeah. it really does just nowhere yeah also really unnecessary to look like this to be honest they could have done anything <sighs> but that's but yes. my, my final thoughts overall yeah. loved um loved this season it's true um yeah I, yeah, I do hope that season four comes. Tom says that there is season four in the talks. It's been like partially confirmed or something, but who knows? Nice. It will actually, because everything always changes anytime. Was it like not two years or something that it took now? I think so, but there was also a pandemic, so. Oh, yeah. I forget about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, that's uh, amazing. We would, That's it then. Yeah, we we want to know what you think about it though. So let oh, us yeah. know on social media. Hop on into our Discord, uh, geekcaring.com forward slash Discord, to talk about the Umbrella Academy. Or think? all things geeky, to be honest. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
And we will see you again next week because we're weekly now. Yay. Back again. Hopefully this time on time. <laughs> For another amazing episode of Geek Caring. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Key Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Key Caring and over on keycaring.com. 